Hi, this is Wendy Lockhart, your host on the Not So Perfect Journey, where we dive into all topics relating to mind, body, and spirit on the journey to becoming our authentic selves. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. It's still January, and we're still deep into the first step on the journey, hearing the call. The question we're pondering today is, are there places in your life that you want to be more authentic? In my life, I've had a variety of jobs. Here's the short list. Babysitter, McKesson summer intern, frozen yogurt sales, naturalizer shoe salesperson, runner slash filing clerk for a law firm, filing processor for a law firm that put together copies for other law firms, a temporary at UC Davis where I worked in a surgery clinic and veterinary microbiology office, a UC Davis bus driver, one of my most favorite jobs, and then I did some temp office work. I was a substitute teacher, a student teacher, a middle school science teacher in robotics. I worked in catering on the side. I did a stint as a wine barista, and my current job is working for an education union. More recently, I have also started some minor side hustles, selling art, wellness coaching, and doing intuitive readings. I also started volunteering at my local zoo, which I talked about in the last episode. The jobs that I felt satisfied in and enjoyed have a common theme. They allowed me to make a difference in people's lives and were mentally stimulating. Some were temporary jobs that had a natural end, Some I left because of bad managers. Some just weren't challenging anymore. I'm not someone who is good at doing the minimum, which is probably why I've never been fired from a job. Our work life both affects our authentic self and is affected by it. In a 2023 Gallup poll, 60% of participants reported they were doing something called quiet quitting. Quiet quitting is when you're doing the absolute minimum for your job to not get fired. The study attributed quiet quitting to bad management, but I have a different theory. COVID changed the way we look at our lives. It made a lot of people realize they weren't satisfied with their jobs and they wanted more meaningful work. To me, it seems the expectations of society and what work needs to be done is out of sync with what people find meaningful. Is it possible to have meaningful work that also pays the bills? Henry David Thoreau, American naturalist and author, wrote in his famous book, Walden, the mass of men lead lives of quiet desperation. What is called resignation is confirmed desperation. From the desperate city You go into the desperate country and have to console yourself with the bravery of minks and muskrats. Hearing the call is about sensing this desperation and wanting something different that is more in sync with who you are at your core. Is part of you yearning for something more meaningful? Are you currently happy at work? Why or why not? Are there interests you have that you want to pursue instead? If changing jobs isn't an option, is there volunteer work you could do to bring meaning for you? 
Is there a fun side hustle you'd like to do? Hearing the call is about listening to the voice inside you that says there is something more. Is there training you need to do something different? What small steps could you take that might pay off in the long run? When COVID happened four years ago, I was satisfied with my job, but thinking about what I might do when I retire in a few years. My values center around helping people, and COVID exposed that the majority of people in this country were largely unhealthy. What could I do, one small person, to make a difference? Listening to my inner voice, I followed breadcrumbs and found the Institute for Integrative Nutrition Health Coaching Program. I spent a year taking classes, doing reading and a lot of homework. While I'm not actively working as a full-time health coach, going through that program led to things like this podcast. Listening to my voice has helped bring even more satisfaction to the work I do, which feels very in sync with who I am. I was feeling a bit stagnant being in the same position for over six years, so last month I took a risk and applied for a different position that would be more challenging. I'm happy to say I got the job and will be starting soon. Is it possible for you to look at your job with a different perspective if you're unhappy? For example, selling shoes was not the most exciting work I've ever done. It paid the bills and I was good at it and we earned commissions. But looking back, the reason I was good at it was because I really enjoyed helping women find shoes that would make their feet and themselves happy. I also got to talk to some nice people and maybe I made their day a little better. I think about my favorite grocery store clerks and baggers. They have the ability to put a positive spin on their work and spread a little kindness in every transaction they, they do. Those small things go a long way. Perhaps you feel good about the work you do and are fulfilled. Bravo! Is there another area in your life where you don't feel authentic, as authentic as you do at work? About 10 years ago, I took a job that was incredibly challenging and very fulfilling. I was commended for the way I approached the work and felt very positive about it. I was doing some pretty amazing things. Then I would go home and be chastised by my then husband for not loading the dishwasher properly. I started to feel less and less satisfied at home as my competence and feeling of satisfaction at work soared. Are you able to be authentic in your home life? Or are you playing the role of the good wife, husband, partner, boyfriend, or girlfriend? Do you stay because it's easier, because you're afraid of being alone or all of the above? Or perhaps you've been thrust into a situation not of your making, where someone else has left either by choice or tragedy. The death of a spouse can suddenly take our happy home lives and turn them upside down. I'm lucky I haven't experienced this myself, but I have watched so many others go through the difficult process of making sense out of and rebuilding their lives. How do we begin to hear the voice inside us that helps us to keep going if we can't hear it? My father died 21 years ago at the same age I am now, which is a sobering thought. My stepmother to this day is very angry at him for dying like he had a choice. Instead of listening to her voice, she has chosen to shut down and turn it off. 
She remarried, but has alienated most of her children, including me. It's really sad to watch that happen. In contrast, my mom, who was widowed three and a half years ago, has leaned into her voice. It's not easy, but she's working hard to figure out how to make her life better. She's a regular listener to the podcast, so I know she's probably going to hear this. I'm very proud of the new life she is making for herself and the growth she has made for her to be her more authentic self. Her husband, Michael, was my inspiration for this podcast. I know he is smiling down at both of us. Sometimes it's really hard to make lemons into lemonade. Maybe we need to choose to experience the full catastrophe of life and accept the lemons for what they are and don't need to turn them into anything else. We've talked about work and home. What about play? Yeah, play. Something we should all do more as adults. A few years ago, I had a reading by a local medium that got me thinking about play in my life. What was he picking up on? Well, it was about creating art. Did I do much art at the time? Uh, No, not really, unless you count some cartooning here and there. But that stuck in my head, and months later, a friend of mine was posting paintings she had made during an online art class. I was fascinated and signed up for the class, too. Three years later, I've painted all the cards for my own Oracle deck, done dozens of portraits for people, and sold many art pieces. It's hard to explain the immense joy creating something for others that they enjoy brings. Painting is also a very meditative process. I can pick up a brush, dip it into swirly colors, and stroke the paper, then look up and suddenly hours have gone by. Play, which is what art is for me, brings peace and happiness and gives me an outlet for my emotions. If I'm feeling angry, I can get it out on the paper instead of keeping it inside. The other day, I stopped by our local park, which has a set of swings. Remember swings? (laughs) I sat on the rubber seat, got a running start, and then pumped my legs, flying higher and higher. Maybe play for you is dancing or being silly. Do you actively embrace some kind of play? Is that an area that could help you be more authentic? Shailen Harkin, a poet I have quoted here before, wrote a poem called Soul Doctor. I love this poem. It goes like this. I wasn't feeling well, so I went to the soul doctor. She looked deeply into my eyes and said, Ah, I see. I see a brilliant soul in a world that hasn't yet learned how to whirl. Darling, I prescribe you dancing, singing, poetry writing, the uninhibited sharing of your every gift. Drink in the special tincture of starlight. Take in a concentrated dose of beauty during and between meals. Put the warm compress of sunlight over every part of your body and know of a certainty there has only ever been one you and you are an essential nutrient to all things and your emergence is the exact prescription for yourself and the ailing of this world. I especially like that last bit. Imagine a world where everyone felt free to be their authentic selves 
What kind of joyous place does that look like? Although our capitalist system might take a hit because we wouldn't feel the need to buy so much stuff to make ourselves feel better. Which brings me to our life hacks for the week. Our body hack this week is regarding your environment. Think about the place you interact most related to where you want to be more authentic. Is it home? Is it your office? Is it your car? (laughs) If it is cluttered or chaotic, then subconsciously, this can cause anxiety in your brain, making you feel less comfortable in the space. This hack isn't about redoing your entire space. If it were, it wouldn't be a hack, right? But if you can take one flat surface and clear it, have a small or even large visual space that is free of clutter, a place your brain and eyes can rest and feel less anxious and chaotic, then it might help you to hear the voice inside of you in that area. Our mind hack this week is about balance. All work and no play makes us boring creatures. Striking a balance between how much you work, how much you spend on home life and play is important. Can you carve out just five minutes each day for yourself to play? Put on some music and dance or buy some crayons and let your mind doodle for a bit. There's actually something I discovered recently called neurographic art, which is just fancy doodling that calms down your brain. And a calmer brain helps you listen to your internal dialogue better. Questions to ponder this week are around what area of life would you like to work on being more authentic this year? You don't have to limit it, but it might make it easier if a complete life makeover seems a bit daunting. Small steps add up over time. Think about your dream job. What would it be? Or do you need to change your perspective for your current job so it feels more like a calling than a grind? How can you bring more play into your life? What did you enjoy doing as a child? Are you happy in your home life or does it need a few tweaks? Thank you for listening to the show. I make zero dollars from the podcast and that is perfectly okay. I do it because part of my calling is what makes me happy helping others makes me happy. Sometimes you don't have to make money at something for it to satisfy your authentic self. Next week, we'll be discussing Carl Jung's creative process and how we can use it to discern what our voice might be telling us if we're having trouble tuning in. So if you like this episode, if you like this show, make sure you follow it, like it, and share it with a friend. And I will see you hear you, be with you (laughs) next week. Until then, stay well, my friends. Thank you for listening. And don't forget to not let the perfect be the enemy of the good on your not so perfect journey.